0: I would love to hear from each of us, what what are your top three skills that you believe a church planter needs to develop before planting? Family,
1: multiplication, restoration. I'm Dahadi Lewis. Join me, Noah Odom and Hayden Radney as we come to you from Atlanta, St. Louis, and Las Vegas, as we seek to add value to your church planting journey. We'll have real-time, authentic conversations that are relevant to the life of the church planter and pastor. Join us as we hear from leaders of this movement from across North America, and discover what it really takes to plant churches everywhere for everyone.
0: Welcome everybody to another episode of the We Are Send Network podcast. My name is Noah Oldham and I'm here with Dehadi Lewis and Hayden Ratner. What's up
1: brothers, how are you? It's good, good to be back. Yes sir. who that, who that, who that said they gonna beat them saints? Oh my goodness. We're going to keep you guys
0: separated when it comes to uh, your fandoms. We've talked about Jordan versus Kobe. We're talking about the Saints and the Raiders. Uh, it'll be probably be something else this episode. We'll see what we run into. Like you hey guys, that. today I want to introduce a new format for our discussion on the podcast. It's a format called 3 by 3 We have three co-hosts, an opportunity for us to tackle some subjects in a robust way. As we've said, we want this podcast to be the most effective um, and practical thing for both planters as well as sending, supporting, multiplying church pastors out there, because we long to see a healthy multiplying church in every community across North America. And so this format allows for each of us to take a question and tackle it with our top three answers. So somebody can walk away with really a list of nine things with some overlap to really take and begin to apply in their context. And so as i think about this question today guys getting us started i would love to hear from each of us what what are your top three skills that you believe a church planter needs to develop before planting the top three skills that a planter needs to develop before planting
1: i thought you was gonna kick us off since you since you um you introduced the format i thought you just kick us off to give us an example you know we gotta follow the leader Go ahead. Okay, man, I'll tell you, we'll
0: we'll do this, we'll do this. We'll all start with our number one first. I'll start with my number one. I think the number one skill that a church planter needs to develop for church planting is the ability to cast a compelling vision. The ability to cast a compelling vision. Here's why I believe that. I believe that the ability to cast a compelling vision is involved in every level of church planting. If you're gonna raise funds, you have to cast a compelling vision. Why would people give their disposable income to some joker who doesn't have a plan. I think you have to have the ability to cast a compelling vision if you're gonna get Christians to follow you and join your launch team. And I think you're gonna to have to be able to cast a compelling vision if you're gonna come into a city among a, a group of lost people and say, come and check out this God of the universe who loves you and sent his son Jesus to, to die for you. So I think it all comes down to casting a compelling vision. And I've watched too many guys shipwreck the uh, early stages of church planting because they just don't have the ability to cast any kind of vision.
1: What about you, Hayden? What's well, number one for you, man? Well, first of all, let me just go ahead and say Noah. Like You're I saying. think that was that was really good. That was that was good. That was a great opening one. And now I feel like I mean we got to compete and try to top that one. But that was that was <laughs> that was really good. So yeah. No, no dude, I know, know your it.
0: list. I know your list. So I know that, uh, that no. yours no. are really strong.
1: Strong. Super good. All
0: right, Hayden, give us number one for you, man.
2: Ooh, number one for me is to make sure that you have a crispy, clean, good-looking pair of shoes when you start this thing up. Mm. You got to make sure that Mm. you have – I I prefer a pair of all-white Air Force Ones low-top or some Jordan Ones, whatever that may look like for you, some Yeezys if you really are feeling that way. But let me go ahead and get to the point. Um, So I think that my number one is – to be able to gather people. I think that that is so key, uh, to, to be in a, in a catalytic way, uh, able to, to gather people. I've seen church planters, uh, really have all the vision in the world, but if you're not able to gather people to hear it, uh, then it just, it it just stays up here. It stays in here. And so I, I think, Noah, you hit it on the head to be able to cast that vision and then to complement that, that that vision cast is to be able to gather people to, to share it with. And I think, man, church planters really just uh, I, I'm working on this myself and I'm continuing to develop in this skill, which is just how to how to win friends. Right. There's a great book on that, how to win friends and influence people. Um, there's so much about just being a people person that goes hand in hand with church planting. I I find it so amazing that Jesus, right, wherever he went, sinful people wanted to be around him. People that had struggles wanted to be around him. Religious people wanted to be around him, even if they wanted to throw shade, right? And so for some reason, Jesus had, for a variety of reasons, he had this ability to attract people, to gather people. They wanted to be near him. And so uh, church planters, we're we're really following the greatest church planter in Christ. And that's a skill to to attract and gather people.
0: Let me follow up with that that first one, Hayden, just for a second, though. Um, that often can lean itself to church planters having to have a certain kind of personality. Mm. What if you, as a church planter, don't have that that natural magnetism? What yeah. can you do yeah. in order to still be able to gather people?
2: You got to find them. You got to find people that are that can be on your team. That have that gift set. I love the fivefold model in Ephesians four eleven. God gave the apostles, prophets, evangelists, teachers, and shepherds to equip the saints. And so you can u- use that as as a roster you're trying to build. Do I have some people that are evangelistic on my team? Do I have some people that are prophetic? Do I have some people that have the gift of teaching, that are apostolic, that that are that that have shepherding gifts? And so I think one of those items is is to gather and to be evangelistic and to be outgoing, maybe a little bit more extroverted. People wanna be around them. If you don't have that gift as, as the lead planter, um, really pray and try to seek out people that do and that'll help your team.
1: What about you, Dehadi, what's number one for you, man? Um, I would say the number one thing for me would be um, presence, presence. Um, and and that's not presence like buy people gifts so they can come and follow you. I'm talking about presence the ability to show up, you know. And I think that that's really critical. But I think that that's essential for I me mean, because I see in the presence of Jesus like if you just walk through the book of Matthew, you see this idea of present. I mean, Emmanuel, God with us, right? That that was the very at the announcement of Jesus, he will be so Emmanuel. Good. And then at the very end of the book of Matthew, you see this idea of that go make disciples, and guess what? What is his promise at the end? I will be with you. With you. Dr. Crawford-Loritz oh, used to always say, 90% of ministry is just showing up, being present. You see this oftentimes, right. And also you see in Matthew chapter nine, Jesus says, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. But in context, what are the laborers? They, were, they said they were sheep without shepherds. A shepherd right. is primarily known with being with the sheep. So again, present. And what I mean by presence is that Do you have the fortitude to show up, the emotional IQ to show up, to be present, to be emotionally aware, you know, of yourself? Are you one of those people who shut down, who are raging out of people, who are guilting people, shaming people, you know, or like, how do you have that ability to be sure? Because it's gonna be hard. It's hard times, hard things. And so one, can you be present, like physically present, show up, like, and then the, the second thing I would say is that emotionally, presence. Like, do you have the emotional wherewithal to be with people, to sit with people? You know, that's and, great. you know, that, that, this and I kind of couch it and talk about this idea of being the withness, right? Like, you mm-hmm. know, so we talk about oftentimes being a witness, but like, how do we, is the withness, W I T H ness, you know? And I think, so I think that's a critical. Piece to uh, plant Rhythmics. in the church. church.
0: And that's got me thinking of all kinds of things, of guys that I've helped mentor and raise yeah. up in the past. Like that would have been so helpful to have this podcast years ago. Uh, I love that. Hey guys, here's number two for me. I think the second most important skill on my list for guys to develop before they plant is the ability to do some sort of financial planning. Mm. Financial planning. I mean, we know that the church is primarily uh, an organism, not an organization, but somebody's gotta handle the money. You don't want Judas handling the money bag. Somebody's gotta have a plan, somebody's gotta have a strategy. It takes money to plant the church and it takes the ability to raise funds and spend those funds properly. And I've just watched a number of guys who said like, I don't want that, I don't wanna worry about that kind of stuff and nobody does and they end up shortchanged, pun intended, the inability to move the mission forward because they've not planned for the finances for the Great. future. So I think Great. learning to do that. So if you want to plan a church and you don't have a budget for your home and you're not ready yet, start using a budget, learn how that works, wow. long range planning, set goals, execute them and see as God God gives you more influence over money.
2: Yeah. Wow, strong man, strong. I'd say, you know, my, my second one uh, and, and to complement what's already been shared is just this communicate uh, the ability to communicate communicate vision, communicate messages communicate team communicate to lost people communicate to people communicate to leaders and to be able to communicate the gospel in an effective and compelling way and uh, I think that your church plant is is primed for growth. If you're able to communicate in a healthy and attractive and compelling manner, I think that as communicators and lead church planters, we should be working on our communication. We should be growing as communicators. We should be asking for feedback um, continually and in reading books that may have some insight in this area. And so, uh, one of my favorite ones is Dr. Tony Marita's book, Faithful Preaching and he he talks through how to craft sermons that are gospel centered and, and 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 compelling to people in all different audiences. So that's been a good book that I've walked other people uh, and leaders and, and and communicators through. But I would say make sure you have that skill of communicating down. I, mean, you're and I growing love you're that hiking. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that is that
0: is I think the the thing that I see most church plants that struggle or even fail is preaching has has lacked a great amount, so much so that wow. one of the things wow. that I've done for the last six years is I've hosted a a, a a preaching lab. And I use Marita's book. It used to be called Faithful Preaching, and now it's called Christ Centered Expositor. He's a new okay. version out. Yeah. But yeah. Mar- Marita's the master, man. He's like, he's like a today's generation of Charles Spurgeon, man. Come you know, on. He really Come on. is. Tremendous, Shout tremendous out to preacher. Dr. Tony. Dr. Tony. Love it. Mm-hmm. Love it. But I think it's true, so many guys, and do you know this too, Is as you've planted in the urban context, you wanna raise up in the urban context, much like St. Louis, a lot of guys don't have the opportunity, the money, the time, the background to have gone to seminary. And if the only place you learn to preach is in seminary, I, we're not gonna plant enough churches. So within the local church, developing that skill of preaching and preaching labs. And I love that. Howdy, what's number two for you, man?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think you guys have been killing it. Um, I would say the number two, the first one was presence. My number two is practitioner, a practitioner. Um, And really, I, I oftentimes say you teach what you know, but you reproduce who you really are. I mean, I think like and if we're not authentic, I, you know, and I, this, I believe authenticity is the apologetic of our day. And if we're right. not authentic, what are we reproducing? Right. What are we trying to get people to follow? The question becomes, am I the type of man that I would want to see reproduce? Do I have the type of marriage that I would want to see reproduce? Do I have the type of family, nuclear family that I would want to see reproduce? Am I leading the type of group that you see like the question really becomes like, are you a practitioner? Can't are you able to do the things that you say you want to do, because if you're not able to do it in your normative life, you're not going to be able to do it in a macro sense. So I think, like, are you a practitioner in that way? The other way I would say, um, are you a practi- are you an entrepreneur kind of practitioner, right? Like, because church planning is about starting something new like and if you haven't had a history of starting something new it's probably going to be really difficult wow. for you to do that like and so just kind of getting brass tacks and i think that is really important like do like just take on take over the skills that are necessary and are you able have do you have a history of doing that in other contexts because it's not like you're going to do it now like when we talk about eldering at our church i always say like we are looking for people who are already eldering because just yeah. simply throwing an elder title on them doesn't mean that they're going to start eldering, right? Like, so like, this is the same thing with church planning. Like, are you already a church planner at heart and we're just throwing on a label because you've already been a gatherer, you've already been present, you already had some of these things that we've been talking about.
0: Man, I love that. Dahadi, I'm learning this about you. I think you you think in tweetable quotes, I mean, you just said that you teach what you know, but you reproduce who you really are. Like that is something that needs to be on a t-shirt, man. Uh, Because that's so true. It's absolutely true.
1: I gotta say things in a way that I can remember it. Like I'm a football player. So, you know, at heart, I grew up, you know, as a a football player, uh, you know, I couldn't. So I have to say things that I can remember it because otherwise it's not gonna stick anywhere.
0: Hey, well, you were definitely born in the right generation of Twitter. Everybody can quote you pretty easily. (laughs) That's that's strong stuff, man. I know that about you, like you you really, that authenticity of reproducing something um, comes really clear in your ministry. Hey guys, my number three, the last one I would say to add to this list is the ability to lead a team, team leading. Now here's what I mean by this. Um, I don't think it means being in a formal ministry position where you have a staff underneath you. That's few and far between, and that's not church planting. Church planting is leading a bunch of volunteers. Mm
2: -hmm. So I would
0: say if you wanna grow in your skill of team leading, go coach Little League. People, Mm -hmm. they refer to Little League like herding cats. Go, go, coach. Little League, because that's like church planting. People, no one else on the team's getting money. You might not even be getting money, but they're showing up. How do you lead them in a way that is that is compelling, that is fulfilling, that moves them in the same direction? Uh, I think leading that team is is utterly important. And I would say there's a book that's really helpful for that. It may sound funny at first, but it's the book called Art of War. So um, it's it's a, an ancient like. Um, Eastern book on on warfare, and you have to know you have to know what you're up against. You have to learn people in order to know how to lead them and and move in directions you want to be able to move. It's been one of the most helpful books for me to understand how to lead people. Is understand that hey, people think differently, people move differently, and once you develop that skill, you're going to find some at least some success in church planting.
1: Dope. that's that's strong. No, that's really yeah. that's a really no. I mean, I think and I think that's one of the most under um like underdeveloped and most assumed thing that I see so many people who want to preach and who want to shepherd but just are not able to lead. And I think that that is that kills so many of our church planters because preaching and shepherding is not synonymous with leading.
2: So good. Yep. Yeah, Pastor Vance, uh mentor in my life, uh, pulled me aside early on in ministry and he said, Hey Hayden, it's one thing to teach the Bible, it's another thing to lead people. And at the moment I didn't understand. I said, What does that even mean? Like and and I've I've realized, man, he hit it right on the head there. Um, especially in the context of church planning in cities where people need to be led. And Noah, well said, bro. Yeah. I, I'd, yeah. I'd say uh, you know, my third skill that i think could be valuable to to every church planner church planning team member that's watching this pastor that's watching this listening to this um it's it's maybe less of a skill and more of a uh, a characteristic but it would be humility um to have the skill characteristic of humility will really take you far um number one with god right if you want god to bless your church and not be opposed to your church uh you got to be humble, right? God opposes the proud. The the Greek word for that oppose is this image of a stiff arm, right? Of a football player kind of winning that trophy. You don't want God to be on the opposing side. You're going to lose. But he gives grace to the humble. And so I think having a spirit of humility, having a spirit of, uh, I don't have it all figured out. I need to learn. I need to keep getting better. I need to keep growing i need to be able to say hey i missed it let me start over again in church planning everybody has an opinion um people are critical some people don't get it right away and to be able to have this spirit of humility uh and say hey look we're going to keep on pressing forward and he's going to keep getting the glory i think is one of the ingredients to a healthy church plant healthy church planning team healthy marriage uh, I believe the greatest characteristic that Jesus Christ demonstrates is the characteristic of humility. And so, yeah, I, I think have, having that will take you far in, in as you go down the road uh, to make sure that you continue to live with that humble spirit.
0: Yeah, that's good. Man, hi, my, uh, one of my Church planting mentors, the, the late Darren Patrick, he said that uh, the ability to take a punch and in the way you're talking about humility, that's what he meant. In church planting, you're gonna have all kinds of things said about you, things done, people are gonna uh, act crazy, but the ability to respond with humility, like it is a character trait, but man, what I think you're talking about, come on, it's a come skill on. you have to practice. And that comes yeah, from yeah. Um, the Lord sitting under his leadership. So man, so strong, so many planters need yeah, to hear that yeah. before they get well, started, man, well, develop
2: humility. Just one more quick nugget there that I've been utilizing this year more than ever is the proverb, Proverbs, uh, uh, uh 15. It says humility goes before honor. People want to be honored as pastors. We want to be honored as, as leaders. We want people to honor the work that's being done and, and God set it up that, Hey, humility goes before honor. And so as we honor people and as we live out this culture of honor, humility is, is the, the starting ground for that. So. D'Hadi, yeah. talk to us, bro. Talk to us about yeah. uh, what God's speaking well,
1: to you on this. Well, I think, man, well, first of all, spot on. And I think what you're saying, a characteristic mm. of, of that is like what you said, leading with humility is a characteristic. And I would say a practical thing you a planter could do because he, true sober-mindedness, a true humility is really having a correct view of yourself. And having a correct view, you recognize that you are both beautiful and you are broken. You are fearfully, wonderfully made, but you are also falling, right? Mm -hmm. And so recognizing that, you know, and so like you can literally write down a list of like what are valuable things I bring to the kingdom, to the church, how God has is using me as a conduit of His grace to do, and what are some areas that I'm weak, you know? So what I what things that I am and things that I'm not, and then this is the why we need the collective we in the church in the church planning world, even in team leadership. So, man, that's spot on. I would say my third one, again, I said present practitioner. My third one is um, pra- pastoral, pastoral. I mean, we are starting a church. You know, anytime I, I've trained planners or pastors, I say, man, don't start a church, Start a, establish a family. Establish a family, and I think that's one of the things that we have to recognize is that we are here to establish family, right, in which God is our Father, Jesus is our elder brother, and we are brothers and sisters in Christ. And if you don't have that pastoral bent to you, man you're going to treat this like a business you're going to treat you're going to you're going to use people and it's just not going to be really helpful for you you know in the long run and you're going to have this constant revolving door where you're burning people out i think it's is so critical for us as a as as a as planters and pastors and leaders is that you there is a pastoral ability to you and so i think that that is the the third piece that i've that I've said that I would say in there. It's great. Yeah, I you know, I wasn't gonna say it because I wasn't trying to get extra credit, but I was gonna give everybody extra credit out there. And you know, and I just think that we've been alluding to it all the time and everything. But the bottom line is, like if you're gonna before you plan a church, what's necessary to plan a church is people, right? People. I tell a lot of people every time, like people say, hey, you want to plant a church? I want to plant a church in this part of the city. I want to plant a church in this part of the city. And then I was just like, well, who do you have around you that's wanting to do that with you? It was like, where's just me right now? I was like, well, you're just doing the life of a believer. Every believer is called to be a missionary. If we're planting a church, you got to have other people to be with you. So who are those six to eight people? Who are so those good. like that you are doing this with? in order to plan a church. And I think that, that comes with all the stuff that we were saying, the ability to be present, the, the ability to gather, the ability to communicate, can you rally people around? It creates all of those, but I just felt like we just needed to say it very explicitly, like, who's with you? Who's with you in doing this? And when I'm saying with you, I'm talking about they're all in with their time, their talent, their treasure, they're all in with this. And so that's what I mean talking about people. Like, so that's my bonus, extra credit, no free extra, no extra charge on that one, just, Just wanted to give that out for y'all.
0: Well, guys, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of We Are Send Network. You heard about these these skills that every church planner needs to develop in order to plant the church effectively, casting vision, gathering people, being present, financial accountability, communicating effectively, being a practitioner, leading a team, walking in humility, being able to pastor, and then just people skills, get around people. Shepherds have got to smell like the sheep. And as always if you want to know more about church planting with the Send Network you can get a hold of us by texting Send Network two words to 888-123 Send Network to 888-123 and I think that goes right to Dahati's pager and he'll get back with you ASAP Keep him up Right, yeah.
1: yeah Hey and I I got him, right now I got him forwarded to Heiden, though
2: yeah, man. You know, I, I would take in those requests all day. Hey, Dahadi, I I got a question. Do you think that there may be a way, I mean, this list of nine is fire. I need this list of nine. I'm coaching church planters in Las Vegas. Is there a way that maybe we can uh, get this list of nine and maybe post it on social media, maybe the send network uh, pages or the NAM Instagram, things like that. So we can keep this, this, this nine in front of us somehow.
1: Yeah, I think we can put them in the the show notes. Um, okay, yeah. We'll post them on the We Are Send Network page. That's and, good. Like, they'll be in the episode notes there. So if you want Perfect. these, go ahead and find them there. Awesome. Great. Thank Great. you guys for joining us. We Are Send Network. You have been listening to We Are Send Network, a resource of the North American Mission Board. For more information about today's podcast and other relevant resources, visit sendnetwork.com.